mercy and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Sola gratia by grace alone. This is God's nature. That he is gracious. Gives to us a love that we have not earned. A love that is pure and without any expectation on us. He saves us not because of what we have done, but by his mercy. It's interesting that this parable about the kingdom of heaven is told to us to give us a good foretaste of what we should expect on judgment day. Because the time of work in the vineyard will come to an end. And then God will give the wages. But notice at the end of this parable, did you see the master of the vineyard telling his steward, count out how much Jack did during the day. Count out this amount for Bill over here. Did he actually produce even though he was bearing the burden of the day and the heat. Make sure you make a a, a mark as to how much of the quota was actually filled because he actually might not get that denarius. Did you hear any of that in the parable? No, you didn't. Jesus called. They came in to work in the vineyard. They received their wages not based on even how much they worked. Their wages were just given by God. A free gift, you might say. A free gift to be called out of the marketplace of sin, that is first. A free gift to work in the kingdom of God, to rejoice in the Lord of the harvest, who sows his reckless seed of love everywhere and reaps a bountiful harvest in some places this much, in some places more. But guess who he shares that with? He shares it with each of you. You had no right to enter the vineyard. You had no right to come into the place where he was growing the most precious of grapes, the most beautiful and richest of wine. You had no right to be there. But God said, come. He invited you in. Whether you were called at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, it doesn't make a difference. You were invited to come in to the place where God is. To the place of his kingdom. To his harvest. He invited you in to work. To be in the joy of your master. How incredible it is that he does this all by grace. Not first going to the marketplace and examining the workers. This one looks strong. This one looks like he's got a good back to go down and pull the grapes. Well, that excludes me, right? You all know that. He doesn't look and say, well, that one's too weak. That one looks like he's not even able to move very well. You know, in fact, that one's a baby. That one shouldn't go into the vineyard yet. We have to wait until he's grown up when he can actually do some work, right? Today at All Saints, I actually have a baptism. It's a beautiful time. 
Uh, Maybe one of the purest expressions of by grace alone. For God is going to call Tate and bring him into his holy kingdom. Give to him forgiveness of all of his sins. Grant to him faith to receive that forgiveness. Bless him with the Holy Spirit. Give to him inheritance of eternal life. The promise of the wage at the end of the day. How arrogant it is that those come at the end who were brought in at the very beginning of the day and say, we deserve more than the denarius. It's like saying, Lord, you've given us the promised eternal life, but we deserve two eternal lives. Does that make any sense? It doesn't. What God gives at the end of the day is sufficient for the whole day. He doesn't give you an incomplete life at the end of the day. At the end of the age, when he comes to return to bring us into the eternal kingdom, you will not lack eternity. That's the point. He gives sufficiently for the day's work, even to those who were called at the end. Because it's not based on merit. It's not based on your worthiness. It's not based on your strength. It's not based on how much you did or how much you didn't do. Because if we're all honest with ourselves and examine ourselves, we have been in the vineyard for a very long time and we have certainly slacked off. I know that because I'm one of them. Your pastor is still human. I know what it's like to be a Christian and to slack off just like every one of you do. And yet God still says, stay here. You didn't get the boot. Tell me what would happen at any one of your jobs or the jobs that you've worked in the past. If you did not produce your quota by the end of the week. If you were not there for every hour of the day putting in your day's work. If you messed up. If you cursed your boss. If you failed in your labors. You would be replaced. In fact, that's maybe what they teach you before you get a job. You're easily replaceable. But not in the vineyard. Not in the kingdom of heaven. You are not replaceable there. Each one of you is a person whom Christ has redeemed by his precious blood. Each one of you cannot be replaced. You are a person whom God has created and whom by the Lord Jesus Christ you have been redeemed and by whom the Holy Spirit you have been sanctified that is set apart for this holy living. It changes who we are completely being in the vineyard of the Lord. We are called to rejoice with our master called to rejoice with those whom he chooses to bring into the kingdom, to rejoice over one sinner who repents, for that is where true joy is found. But let me ask you, how how many of you have had this thought? To fill this congregation, we need young families with two to three children. We need those people who are still working so they can contribute tithes and offerings. 
We need those people who are not weak, who are not addicts, who don't have any problems in life. We don't want any drama in this church. So if you are any of those things that are good, come. If you're any of those things which are bad, stay away. Just a little bit? Ever thought like that? It's easy to do that. We have bills to meet. We don't like conflict. We have jobs and responsibilities which we hope that people who enter into the church and into membership in this congregation will step up to fulfill. None of those things are wrong. I would love for little children to be running around here as my children do. Maybe not in the sanctuary, but you know what I mean. Being present here in the liturgy, hearing the word of the Lord. And it's hard when you don't see as many as ones you would hope. But the longer we are bearing the burden of the day, the heat of the day, we must remember to humble ourselves. To not put our will or our desires above the call and desire or will of the Lord to save all men. For Christ went to the cross and he shed his blood for not some but for the whole world. The more we are in the vineyard working, the more we have to humble ourselves to think clearly and to see where the Lord is working. Because he calls all men to come to his son, Jesus Christ. To not get so caught up into who is here in terms of a quality of being, Because that is to forget that each and every one of us was in the marketplace of sin. And even if we weren't there very long, only there for a few days or a few months, as we were children brought into the kingdom through baptism, even so, what idleness was done there and not working can certainly also be done in the vineyard. Just because you're in the vineyard doesn't mean that you are necessarily putting your best foot forward, spending your time in the word of God, sharing the gospel with your neighbors, living a holy and righteous life, being concerned with the things which are eternal and not being so attached to the things temporal. You see, we have a lot to examine in ourselves, a lot of things which we must confess so that at the end of the day, we realize that the denarius that is given to us isn't because of how much we have done or how long we have spent in the vineyard or what we have given to God but that all of us remember that God is good And in his goodness, his loving kindness, he comes at the end of the day and gives to us eternal life. We cannot begrudge his generosity to call those who have been at the very uh, length of day idle in the marketplace and think that he is doing something evil by that. For God says that he does not rejoice in the death of the wicked. So if God doesn't rejoice in the death of the wicked, what shouldn't you rejoice in? The same. 
We should desire that as many as can be called may come. And as many as are called, we pray that they be also chosen and remain. Because what does that mean? Those who come into the vineyard may consider that it is not worth staying. At the end of the day, those who were called first, Jesus says, they received their denarius, but there was something else that he said. He said, go your own way. That is, take it and leave. There is an eternal death, not just an eternal life. There is a resurrection to eternal life and a resurrection to eternal death. There is eternity to be had. But you don't want to go your own way. The way in which you want to go is where the master of the vineyard is leading. To enjoy the wine of the harvest in his kingdom, which shall have no end. So today, as you consider this sola gratia, your salvation by grace alone, rejoice with what God has given you. Consider your stations in life where the Lord has placed you. Consider the work he has given into your hands to do. And do not put it off any longer. Because it is a wonderful gift that we have been given to share this great joy with our friends, with the community. And I know you hear me saying that, but it's because it's true. What we have here cannot be bought. What you receive this day cannot be worked for. It is given as a free gift from the Lord to you. So receive it. Show others. Convince them how great this is. Show them in the scriptures where the God in his loving kindness sent his only begotten son to save them. Do not withhold preaching that word through your own conversations. Share with everyone that word which has saved you. Because it is by that word that the Holy Spirit works to convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. There it is in the word of the Lord that we come face to face with the mirror of the law and know what to confess. We also know where to receive this beautiful righteousness which God gives to us. And here we come to find at the very end that the judgment which God gives to all the believers in Christ is not guilty. This day you have set before you the fruit of the vineyard. The very blood of our Lord Jesus Christ is here for you to partake in. What you taste now is the foretaste of the joy that is to come to all those who stay in the vineyard, who do not begrudge the generosity, who do not have an evil eye when they look upon the Lord who invites the poor and the lonely, the infants and the elderly, the convalescing, and all, all men to his place of refuge. So rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in his gifts. Rejoice in the harvest that he has invited you to partake in. 
Rejoice that you are here and no longer in the marketplace of sin. And give thanks to God who has forgiven all and has blessed you with the promise of the inheritance of eternal life at the end of the day. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you.